Hello and welcome to the Menza podcast. For those who don't know, Menza is a social audio app that is dedicated to 20-minute focus conversations. We've had some very interesting conversations on our platform, so we've decided to stitch them together and make them available for you. This particular episode is about podcasting in India and it is by one of our creators Ari Sudan. We urge you to check out the Menza app which is available for iOS and Android devices and be part of this ever growing community of creators listeners and learners podcasting itself is pretty new to india uh, and i started my journey less than a year ago it's been about i think 9 months uh, but yeah i've been listening to podcast for a very long time for several years now and um, on very many different topics and we are part of uh, some of us are part of like you know we have divya kapoor here so we are in the same podcasting groups divya herself is a podcaster uh, which is a very niche topic um, around young mothers and very useful relevant information i host two podcast i started with one which was on bachchan's madhushala now madhushala is kind of epic piece of poetry in hindi especially from north indians perspective Uh, most of the north indians know about it at least those who are as ancient as me or people even after that and i was happily surprised that bulk of my listeners uh, are in the age group 18 to 34 so i won't say you know they are from the 70s or 80s these are all young people uh, the category of 34 plus is just about i think 20 24% uh but almost 50% is uh, between 18 to 34 so that's a big number and that was a very happy surprise and the reason i started because it's a hobby reading poetry reciting it uh, doing some research around poet's life and his, his inspirations and so on and when i looked for some information on youtube anywhere else i could not find much around that so i thought okay since i am already uh doing a bit of reading around the topic i i can uh, or let me try my hands on that so i started learning how to make a podcast how to host it how to uh, make a reasonably good audio that people can actually uh listen to without bothering much about sound quality and things like that so did all of that and then you know after 2 3 months i just launched it and once things got going and got better um, i thought of doing another podcast which is a short uh, poetry kind of things um, especially in these times when we have so much of negative news around us so you know there is a ras in hindi poetry it's called veeras and shringar ras uh, and those are all kind of uh, positive notes so i thought i'll pick up some poetry written by uh people like sumitra nandan pant uh, dinkar and talk about them explain their meanings and just recite some of it so that that's uh, that was my inspiration and that's how my journey started awesome that's so great uh, and sanjay i'm sure you have uh, sanjay you want to come in at this point Yeah, yeah, but I'm enjoying the conversation as it's happening. And in fact, I wanted—I just wanted to ask Ari Sudan because uh, he's been creating content in Hindi. Uh, which which platforms have you found uh, that most of your users engage with uh, your content with? 
apart from of course the standard uh, spotify and apple podcasts yeah that that's a good question and it's a very uh, uh, pertinent question and people generally ask especially in india um, and there has been a debate going on which platform so uh, because it's a hobby podcast i don't really need a lot of professional tools like advertising sponsorship and so on so i use anchor primarily okay which is free and it has got very good features very simple to use interface mm-hmm. and now the thing with anchor is it can push your podcast so there are two things hosting is one and publishing is second so you hosting right. you host it on a server and then you have platforms where you can play or subscribe your podcast from you know so tools like spotify or gana.com or jio seven they are all publishing so okay. the limitation with anchor now while it publishes everywhere across the globe like spotify apple google tunein um, iheart radio and what not it does not publish on platforms like hangama mm-hmm. or uh, wink and some others in india so that is a limitation from hindi content perspective right now you can push your podcast on gana yourself it takes a little bit of time maybe about a week or so hmm. uh, and gana i think is one of the most popular platforms in india for hindi content correct uh, one of the uh, spotify itself is picking up quite a lot so if i look at my numbers bulk of my numbers come from spotify uh, even in hindi right right and, and just uh, clarification may, there yeah. you said it takes one week to publish on gana you basically mean uh, to pub, to actually do the work on your laptop it would take you not more than 15 20 minutes but gana takes one week to finally you know show your content online right? because a lot of new podcasters have a misconception that publishing your content on multiple platforms takes a lot of time whereas it whereas most of the platforms have made it really easy for you to go and publish it uh, in oh yeah i mean yeah yeah no no i i think good follow up question there so publishing itself takes just about 2 3 minutes not even 10 minutes i would say if you have the script ready or you have the links ready everything it takes 2 to 3 minutes correct uh, but when you host it for the first time then there is a team in gana or any other platform they basically review it unlike google google has got all automated systems uh, but many platforms even apple does manual review for some of the content Yes, yes. So take the longest time. Exactly, uh, but once it's through, then other episodes they are just automatic. You you uh, publish it for the first time. It takes about a week, but second time it may take just about a couple of hours. Right, right. Yeah, and, and just one, uh, and I'll I'll just ask one question. And in the meanwhile, people uh, who've been listening, if you have any question, you can just post it on the chat section. So as soon as Arisudan is done with a question that I have, maybe. you or anybody else can pick up uh, questions that come in the chat section and answer are so then with respect to your journey right as a podcaster and i have been podcasting for 2 years as well i just just out of curiosity i want to know what has been the toughest part of beginning and sustaining this journey <coughs> yeah so very interesting and there is a philosophical bit to it uh, i i'm sure you must have gone through the same if you have done it uh you know when you do it for the first time and if you have a bit of ocd then you know you keep repeating and trying to make it perfect at least for the first yes. time you are you are too scared to go live with something which you think is not perfect right and that happened with me i was in that loop and i recorded i re-recorded i edited i re-edited i don't know maybe um a million times 
in my mind at least or on software as well and i was just not going like because i thought okay you know something is wrong and nobody is going to like it and then i thought it it's my hobby so at least you know whatever i do if it makes me happy uh then just do it and i think i read somewhere around i don't know what i what was the article but mark zuckerberg it seems he said once that done is better than perfect so just do it don't wait for uh, you know the perfection if it's good enough you think good enough just go live uh, get feedback and then keep improving on those things and especially when it comes to feedback get feedback from the most kamina friends okay that's your real friends who are not scared to tell you the truth on your face that you know this is not good yeah so you should have those friends they are your real friends not you know people who say everything is good you are doing great and what not yeah that's why yeah, i use the term all nice things are not going to listen to your podcast beyond the first episode exactly exactly so you know that's why i use the term kamina friends because they'll tell you exactly what what is missing in your podcast so look for those friends i'm pretty sure everybody has two or three of those friends right and happened with me i released my first episode and one of my very good friends he clearly said boss tu ga mat tere se gana nahi hoga <laughs> so you know <laughs> i i removed that part where i tried a little bit of that and that was gone and after that i think the podcast has been pretty good Right. Uh, I just want to highlight yeah. one more point that you mentioned, Arisudan, because that's very critical. Wherein you said that at, at some point you realized, you know, if I'm doing something and if that makes me happy, let me just go ahead with that. And that's critical because I remember after having started and looking around and you know also working with people to help them start their podcast. There are always two purposes to a podcast, right? The first purpose is the external purpose as to what are you doing for your listeners. right i want to help my listeners do or follow their passion or i want to help my listeners be fit etc 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 but there is always an internal purpose as to as a creator what is in it for me right and until right. and unless that that is not clear eventually you will you will drop out because podcast compared to all other mediums considering its niche takes a very long time to uh, to get adapted it has a very long gestation period so that internal purpose what makes you happy in this process of creation is extremely critical for any podcaster apart from what you say is my vision for the listeners right because that will always be there so so thanks for bringing that out and and that makes a very big difference when you are week in and week out launching those episodes and there are weeks when you know you just don't see the graph go up and that that is oh yeah yeah uh, yeah i mean if you are a hobby podcaster like me then you know we don't bother about numbers we bother more about uh feedback so you know somebody reached out to me from jabalpur who i didn't know at all somebody just heard my podcast and he said his baba uh, grandfather who was 90 years old he said you know i never heard madhushala complete madhushala or stories around madhushala hmm. he was so delighted he found my phone number and then he called me he made me talk to his grandfather so that is all that matters True. numbers are for people who are looking for revenue or you know sponsorship or podcast um, uh, advertising all those kind of things uh, but if you are a hobby podcaster just do it do uh, the way you like it but having said that there has to be little bit of professionalism there yes your voice has to be clear uh, no background noise if you can add some music that goes with your content nothing like it and keep the content relevant you know not keep repeating the same thing again and again uh 
something at least some humor or or something that people can people can connect with yeah Arisudan, that's amazing. I have a very quick question, Jafar. I know you you should also go, but all of all three of you, right? And I know Arisudan, you said you're a hobby podcaster, but at some point, I mean, for the others, maybe that's in your podcasting circles, and they were also in the audience. Uh, at some point, you're gonna have to wear multiple hats, right? So you do your recording, you edit, you need to, uh, you know, put it up there, and also you need to make sure that your audience is liking what you do, right? One is one step is friends, but two is the feedback that comes from your audience and stuff like that, right? Now, and the third part, if you do worry about the reach that your podcast has, you need to worry about those numbers as well. So, uh, you know, how do you? So, do you just go online, look? Do you reach out? to people how do you get the know how to wear all of these so learning is essential you you need to know the basic editing tools um, i use uh, audacity which is a free tool for editing audio and damn good at that yep. so i use that so yeah many people will vouch for that so you got to learn that you got to learn the basics like where to host where to publish and little bit of promotion if you really want that kind of promotion otherwise you know if your content is good people will come organically so those are the few things you have to keep in mind and you know rest just keep making the content just make sure that you are just not making anything uh, for the sake of making right so the, i i think sanjay also said that why part is very important why are you doing it in the yeah. first place why for your listeners why for yourself if you can answer those questions then you are good thank you arisa then jafar do you want to quickly come in i'm sorry you have one and a half minutes yeah quick question so uh, i want to know the difference in outcome of two formats right one i am passionate about a topic so i call some people as uh, you know who can who we can uh, talk to and they might be experts and also publish it on uh, the internet right saying that hey i'm having a web, uh, chat with these guys so it's like a webinar anyone who wants to come and join it's going to be a natural conversation so that happens and i have a live feed going on right people can watch this versus right. calling that person in uh, in private and having a zoom call and recording and sharing it later essentially i'm seeing uh, both as organic conversations something of, about something that i'm passionate about right so i wanted to know what is the difference in terms of outcome of okay so we have just about 40 seconds i'll be very quick but it was a very good uh, conversation nonetheless um, so now it there's there are a lot of platforms which connect people together uh not just for podcasting for, for podcasting there are things like podmatch and all but we have zoom and other um, conversation tools so i think as long as you have a good network and you are part of some communities uh, that's very important because it's not just about promoting your podcast but also to get some insights and some learnings uh i learn something every day you know in those circles one or the other conversation that teaches you something so i think that's very important We are joined by Shishir. Also, he's he's joined as a listener. So, Shishir, feel free to join as a speaker. So, Shishir is a host of three different podcasts. Uh, very interesting, and my favorite is one around Freemason Freemasonry. So, which uh, covers historical lodges uh, across India for each city and state, uh, one episode at a time. So, he has been doing pretty good, pretty well. Uh, and if you hear him, he has got a very very soothing voice. So, um, yeah, Shishir, I don't know. He's not able to. Shishir, can you see a join button, a blue join button? If you just click on it, you will be in the room. Yeah. Yeah. 
Perfect. Hello, Perfect. can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Hey guys, so I was just uh, sitting quiet and listening to the nice conversation, and I must say, Ari has far better voice than <laughs> mine could ever come close to, and especially his recitations are just too good. Um, you know, and like he was saying about uh, my podcasting journey, so. I've actually done quite a few. I mean, at one point of time, I could say I had nearly six different, you know, distinct podcast channels running parallelly. And, uh, you know, I, I started back in July 2020. So, yeah, this, this July would be a year, <laughs> marking one year of my podcasting journey. But, um, you know, to to the point of, uh, of, of video vis-a-vis podcast, yes, it is true. That, you know, even for a one minute video, like 20 minutes is a long time, but even for a one minute long video, the kind of effort that goes behind the production of that video, the lighting, your camera, then, you know, post editing and all of that jazz. Yes, there's a lot of effort. And I, in fact, was toying around with the idea of having a YouTube channel, but then realizing that, you know, to really stand out, there are one of two things you can do. One, ensure that your production quality is so good that people at least you know, feel like clicking on that and listening for a few seconds and then maybe decide. Or the other way around is that your content is so good that people don't care about your production and just, you know, are are mesmerized by the kind of content you're putting out. So case in point of that, you know, second approach is Bhuvan Bam, who is my inspiration, actually. Like if you see his production quality, it is pretty average. You know, he, he's just using a front camera, at least, you know, the starting episodes of his. But even then, his content was pretty good. And a lot of people, you know, still listen to him. And he puts out videos like once a month, maybe twice a month. So just see that cadence compared to people who are actually putting out content on a weekly basis on YouTube. But then again, yeah, to the point, um, that was too much of an effort. So I got into podcasting and uh, started off with two channels initially called The Human Channel and The Creative Pod. Human Channel dealt with the ideals of humanism, uh, basically seeing or exploring or sharing ideas about how do we see a person uh, as a person, as a human being, and not have filters or biases of gender or religion or, you know, geographical location or what have you. If I'm speaking to Ari, I'm speaking to Ari, the human being, not Ari, uh, an Indian or a Hindu or whatever it might be. I'm speaking to Ari, the human being. So that is the kind of things it dealt with. Human Channel was more about my personal belief that all of us are creative, just that we don't realize what creativity is. And uh, it's as unique as the person exploring the idea of creativity. So I started from there. And, you know, those two channels, I brought it to nearly 28, 27 episodes. Um, And then, you know, I stopped both of those channels for now. Because, you know, when I started out, it was an exploratory thing. I too was, you know, fiddling around with mics. And I had to literally learn the whole, you know, ecosystem around sound production. Uh, Made some investments in that. And then I realized, okay, you know, what is the next step now? Uh, You know, so then I did some more pilots. Uh, I I even had one thing where I was (laughs) doing tarot card predictions. And I was using Sun Tzu's Art of War as a way to interpret those predictions. That was like a pilot. I did a few episodes on that. I realized I didn't want to do this, so I stopped. Again, I think, you know, it's an exploratory thing. It's 
uh, a way for one to express oneself. I've done a lot of interviews, uh, learned a lot, and you know, developed myself as a person uh, through those kind of interactions. So I would say, if someone is actually interested in podcasting, don't think too much, don't worry too much, just jump into the pool. It's not too deep. It gets deeper the more you want to dive deep into it. Is how I would put it. Over to you guys. Any questions? Any thoughts? I'd love to hear. One question is: uh, you you mentioned that you had to experiment a lot with sound production in terms of equipments and such like. Yes. I mean, uh, I uh, at this moment I was saying since since I am on Menza on on so many discussions. And I did hear when a, a bunch of uh, poets came on on the channel, we, I could hear their sound so much better than uh, than normally how people speak. So I was wondering. Um, so um, the the question that I have is: Does it take all these things to build a po- podcast, or is it like uh, it, it's a good to have, not necessarily a need to? Um, I I would say that it largely depends on two things: one or other three things. uh i think the primary driver is the environment that you are recording in now if you're staying some place where there's let's say a railway track right there's bound to be a lot of background noise sure you can always time yourself but you know how often are trains on time just as an example i'm giving you if you're staying near a crowded marketplace or a highway or something so your background noise you know the quality of ambient sound will determine your overall sound quality that's number 1 right number 2 would be even if the sound quality uh, the ambient sound quality is good meaning there's not too much background noise you have a pretty you know well insulated room uh, maybe a bedroom where you have curtains and what not even if that is the case but if the device that you're using is not capturing the sound that well then also it will affect your sound quality and the third thing is assuming you have very good mics you have a very good room uh, but your own intonation the way you speak your you know uh, the way you are articulating your things if that itself is not that great then everything else goes for a toss as well so i think it's a trinity of these three things that comes together i started out uh, with an app called anchor so you know to some extent it was able to take care of uh, the sound quality uh, i invested in a small 1500 rupees boya mic uh, small shotgun mic i bought that sound quality was okay uh, but then you know i kind of realized that it's uh, not representing my voice that well it had a slightly higher pitch um, so then i invested in a condenser mic uh, meono ka there is one condenser mic i bought that it's a, it was a usb mic so that to a very large extent improved my sound quality but that being said i also had to take care of a few things in my room i started setting my uh, bedroom and i set right in front of a window but it's that glass window right so it, it insulates sound to an extent but then i put the curtains everywhere i have a four poster bed so i put the curtains on that four poster bed as well so just to you know absorb sound as much as possible and then i worked on my own way of talking um i generally speak very quickly uh, so i mince words but you know i learned to sort of slow myself down ensure every word is crisp uh, like i used to tell my wife har shabd ka papad banana hai mujhe so so that you know every word is nice and crisp and it's it's it has a definite starting and a definite end uh, while i'm doing my podcast recording 
and uh, from there i also realized that i can do better so i invested in a dynamic mic and i went for a focus right audio interface and that dramatically improved my sound quality and you know that's where the learning part came in and i didn't buy these uh, audio interface and mic because i was like nahi ab to professional level ka jana to nahi i realized that i can get better but there's only so much you can do with your ambient noise there's only so much you can do with your own voice and that's where you have to fall back on technology so that has been my journey so again over to the person on who wants to really up their game but before that at least at least a person should fix the way they speak the way they are recording the way this you know uh, articulate i think there's a first step wo theek nahi hai to baki sab gudu gubra wala mamla hai that's a really useful answer chashir uh, one more question from me before yes. i stop uh, in terms of when you said that getting your voice right um yeah. is it like you go you take some online training courses or you go for like a proper uh, training course or something is that is that something that you recommend or is it something that you can simply by trial and error um so let me share my personal experience because you know that's the most relatable thing i can share with you which is also quite honest because uh isme zyada kuch bana nahi sakte right so you know um i recorded my voice i would listen to it like as if i'm a third party so i used to ask myself agar main is cheez ko sun raha hu to kya mujhe maza aa raha hai what what are the 10 things that i don't like about this recording kuch bhi you know uh, am i speaking too fast that word was not clear how did this fellow say the sentence what does he mean so i would say put the hat of a third party and listen to your own recording like as if you're listening it for the very first time um that would be a very simple cheap free way to improve yourself you know be critical about your own work i think that's really important as a, even as a creator um the other thing could be play it back to a few very close friends and family make them listen to it and ask them what do you think ye 5 second suna kya laga maza aaya man kar raha agle 5 second sunne ke liye so you know get that kind of a feedback i think a very simple and honest way to go about it would be this way the other way the seeking professional support i think would be recommended if you genuinely feel that you actually are having some speech problem like some people have stuttering you know and it has various different reasons why it comes but some people just have it and for no fault of theirs it may t- take a much longer time to you know come over that and sometimes a professional support may actually help the other way which also something i myself tried was i listened to certain podcasters even youtubers and what not maine unko suna and i and i tried to compare myself with them that what why am i not sounding like this guy or what is he doing differently that i am not doing can i imitate how he speaking right so sometimes even that imitation will you know at least try and get you into the right path i would say try those first before seeking professional help Thanks so much. Yeah, this is like really, really useful. <laughs> Most welcome. Feel free to ask more. But uh, so I actually like... uh, wanted, and then it's a lo- along the lines, Shishi. That was really nice, and Shishi and Ari both. I wanted to. My questions were more along Uday's lines, and maybe you can do the next session on this, uh, uh, Ari. But the psychological uh, aspects, right? Like Uday also said, the fact that you know you said for yourself that every Monday I will. 
put one out right now it can start from the most best intention place but how what are the psychological difficulties of having to churn one out day in day out right and i'm sure a lot of podcasters also kind of handle this imposter syndrome right where is is the content i'm putting out good enough am i credible enough to be you know churning out this kind of content right so i wanted to actually explore what are the psychological differences of that and plus when you're dealing with feedback right which like we talked about last week is is in your face the number of listeners or your number of people interacting with your podcast how do you keep yourself motivated if there is some negative and drops and all of that right so one of the things that we discussed last week and we could not uh, uh, complete it it was like while we were talking was the uh, standard duration or or an ideal duration of standard but ideal duration of a podcast and then couple of related things one is uh, the frequency how often should one release a podcast and then there was an old topic from i think 2 weeks ago um when do you know you are ready that kind of the readiness part of it so i think first if we talk about uh, an ideal duration uh, some of the factors and we spoke about it briefly last week as well uh, main thing is the topic topic and your frequency they are kind of interconnected first of all if the frequency is something super frequent like daily uh, which is uh, more suitable for topics like news or some kind of trends analysis market analysis some industry updates or some regular questions and answers q and a like some scientific updates and those kind of things so if that is coming out pretty much every day or at least five times a week leaving the weekend the duration should be as short as possible it should be as crisp as possible so if you look through some analysis that people do and uh, probably you know some statistics it should not be more than 10 minutes nobody has that kind of time people want those quick updates like small capsules of news they would they may want to listen uh, something on alexa or google smart speaker so those kind of things then they just want a quick update and get going so 5 to 10 minutes kind of duration is good um, if it's a daily thing if it's a weekly thing then again you know first thing to consider is the topic if the topic is detailed and uh, if you think listeners are going to be more engaged it's it's more like a story or some more detailed analysis around new trends or certain topic of history those kind of things it could be a little longer maybe 15 minutes 20 minutes even half an hour so that that works perfectly fine for a, a weekly update and people do release some podcast monthly uh, like you know one of my favorites is uh, industrial revolution that example i give often uh, that post that podcast used to be i think 30 or 35 minutes when uh, the host started uh, about a year ago more than a year ago and the frequency was i think 2 weeks or 15 days and then he started putting more research more stories more insights and the podcast duration became about an hour so obviously if you are uh, not a company if you are doing it as more of a hobby and not something you get paid for 
this is your side hustle and you you can spend only limited amount of time in the research and doing everything by yourself so that frequency obviously becomes less so i started doing it uh, once in a month and now with this latest episode which is uh, a mega episode that's about 2 hours he did that once in 2 months so subscribers are not going anywhere because this is a very niche area uh, a very different kind of topic so people are not going anywhere Uh, and if you are subscribed to it then as a listener you do get notifications when a new episode is out so he has worked on that kind of stuff but most of these uh, history or those kind of very detailed long stories they usually come out once in a month or once in 3 weeks kind of time frame uh, but i think in my experience the most popular is weekly and uh, biweekly format there are many daily podcast and there are many podcast they don't even follow a certain schedule um, that includes me as well i release as and when i can because mine is more of a hobby so uh, as a as and when something comes to me certain story or certain idea i just put it and record it and release it but i try to do it once a month at least and that has been the average but sometimes uh, uh my last two episodes have gone into about two months kind of spiral so yeah that's that's where i take a pause mahesh divya thoughts yeah so then i think that's that's lovely right i like how you broke down how different formats and the different things and i didn't know i was going to ask you about madhushala and you're saying it's it's now about once a month right that you do it that's right yeah awesome and um, also my question was when you st- when what was that trigger right when you the question that you had is when do you know you're ready for you it was it that you know it, it, for you clearly madhushala was also born out of the passion and out of having that much to say about it right um but what did it take was the first few so you did it you recorded your content you put it out there right and then the first couple of weeks i'm sure you'd have shared it with family friends and all your networks right was it uh, was it a little more lonely and therefore right what you said in the previous episodes of passion playing a big big role and the meaning playing a big role rather than uh, counting the listeners or whatever comes into play right so can you talk a little bit about your journey of uh, you know when what was that trigger that made you finally pull uh, it and then the first few weeks right the doubt that crept did doubt creep in at all or did it not and i would like to hear about that the doubt did yes um, a million times probably and uh, because i was doing it for the first time in a podcasting format in fact reciting madhushala in any public forum for that matter that was a first i have done it in some of the poetry meetups with uh, a limited set of friends like 10 or 15 uh, friends or some people around that was something i have done but as a podcast because now you have all sorts of questions that you know whether people are going to like it or not you going to get all sorts of comments and in the back of your mind even though you are not bothered about it you always think how many people are actually going to listen to it so they were all those things and then you know you you have seen uh, or you have heard so many professional rjs and podcasters doing it so well then you think whether you can do uh, something even remotely close to that so all sorts of things 
but then you learn so you know i learned audio editing and how to get rid of noise uh how to make the voice little more friendly than flat because when you record and especially if you record from a script you lose some natural feeling from the voice at least in the beginning unless you have practiced enough uh so you tend to do that and that happened with me so i recorded i don't know how many times hundreds of times and shared with some of the friends who were experienced uh who have been doing some youtube shows and some radio shows and what not and i got all sorts of feedback that was feeling nahi aa raha me and feeling nahi tha because i was reading it from right. a script so when when i read it from my mind you know madhushala ki ye philosophy hai ye hai wo hai all those things then it's all natural because you are into it uh the reason you read from a script you don't want to miss anything uh which is also justified and uh, i recommend a very good book probably some of you might have read it it's written by chris anderson who is the founder of ted uh i think it it's called ted talks only it's a very good book it talks all about you know what what goes into making a good ted talk why the duration is uh, was 12 minutes and then 20 minutes max 18 minutes max something like that so there are all these ingredients and there is a very good conversation on whether you should read from a script or read from your mind and just remember yeah. some of the final points yeah so i tried to do that you know at later part in my preparation journey that uh, try to memorize some of it some of the key points and just look at some of the pointers from the script and then you know just keep adding the points so you don't miss anything and the good part of recording offline is that even if you miss something uh, you can re-record and you can add as long as you do it at the same time because your voice is very different from morning to evening you record it 6 o'clock in the morning versus you record it 11 o'clock in the night your voice is different and people can figure out i could figure out so you know as a listener uh, now when some people send their podcast to me for reviews i can easily figure out whether uh, those two voices are different or they were done at the same time uh, wow that's amazing i did not know that wow Yes you should try that if if you record your voice at say 6 o'clock in the morning uh and then you record during afternoon or um late in the night it will be very different and especially after you have had food something like ice cream or something like curd or kadhi then also your voice is different you lose some base or you gain some base uh so all those things happen to your voice they are very different according to the time of the day uh, plus if you have spoken a lot like you know coming out of some office meetings for an hour or two then also your voice is very different so there are all those things that's why the best recommendation is uh you do it in one sitting that's it there is no alternative to that i think there is a famous story from uh, uh, the singer kk who sang this song tadap tadap kees dil se aa nikal bhi rahi uh yeah and he recorded that song at i think 3 o'clock in the night or 4 o'clock in the night because he was just not able to get it right in some of the previous rehearsals and days and at 3 o'clock something happened to him and they all came together and just recorded the final edition and now the rest is history that song is extremely popular so i think that happens 
so coming back to the previous question so i re-recorded and recorded so i was just not feeling right that whether i should go live because i had this self doubt big time doubt and that's when it occurred to me uh, while reading something somewhere that you know uh, perfect is the enemy of good or you know uh, uh, good is better than perfect something on those lines and then i thought yeah i should just release it and then let's get feedback and i figured out you can always change your episodes uh, even after it's gone live so that's what i did i released it got some very good honest feedback and uh, i changed some of those things and good thing was that i had already prepared about five episodes before i released and that's my recommendation to everybody that keep the script ready or something ready for at least four to five episodes so that you know you can work on the frequency and uh, once you launch your podcast then at least in the initial one or two months uh, you don't lose your edge or you don't lose your motivation that i have to prepare i have to record and those kind of things if the preparation is already there then there is minimum work that you have to do to release a new episode so all those kind of things they were there and for me it was a matter of re-recording i re-recorded i think three times even my first episode it's nothing like what it was when i first launched so it's very different and now i'm rethinking that you know i should change the format a little bit so probably uh, three four months down the line i'm going to change the whole thing maybe once again uh, some of the things i'm learning from the madhus madhushala session on menja so uh, that was anurag's idea to do it live and now some new insights are coming to me as i speak you know saturday after saturday so i have been getting some ideas and probably uh, those are going to be implemented as well so and you uh, can imagine right also then we are getting lots of uh, the reason i keep listening to this every sunday is because there's a lot of learnings for this from the channels on menza as well right which is why i i want to keep listening but yeah these are wonderful <clears throat> insights that arisudan is bringing about and something that he is learning as he is going by so my question is arisudan why you started as a hobby i'm sure there are many who are listening or out there who wants to really uh, you know learn this on a very formal organized uh, way are there tools available today where somebody who wants to get into podcasting can actually go and you know even if it's an online course or, or or if there are books that one could refer to to kind of learn it uh, instead of learning it just just by doing it oh yes uh, so now because it's becoming so popular i think india is fast becoming the third largest market in the world and probably will become first very soon so there are so many tools now mostly online tools there are plenty of youtube videos and if you are a member of udemy or coursera then there are some good courses as well uh, i did my first course on udemy because that's more structured it goes lesson by lesson uh, for example uh, what should be uh, the recording tool the recording software uh, how you modulate your voice some of the voice exercises to keep your voice right uh, what you should do on social media about your podcast so all those kind of things what kind of notes you should be making so a structured course is my first recommendation but as you go along then you have questions on certain areas like you know if you want to use audacity which is one of the most popular uh, recording and editing tool today and it's free uh, so 
you may want to see some videos how to do certain things in audacity a lot of people who are in apple ecosystem they use something called garageband which itself is a very powerful tool and some people do use adobe audition which is another uh, great tool where you can actually template templateize a lot of things so there are videos very specific to these tools plenty of youtube videos just uh, it's a matter of you know uh, kind of doing it by yourself when you start getting your hands dirty initially some of these things could look overwhelming but uh, once you start doing it i think it becomes much simpler so now i can use audacity uh, i would say very efficiently at least for my work so initially everything sounded alien because i had never done this kind of thing you know audio editing uh, never in my life but now i do understand certain things and i can easily do uh, some of the specific things so yeah what made you choose uh, uh, podcasting over a youtube i mean we have been living through an age where everybody is creating video content and i understand there is a shift that is happening to audio content creation but what made you choose this platform so a uh, very good question actually nobody asked this question ever and honestly i don't have the right answer uh, but probably part of the answer is i was listening to a lot of podcast during my morning walk i walk for at least an hour and half uh, and more in the lockdown uh, so at least an hour in the morning half an hour in the evening or whichever way but i try to walk bare minimum an hour every day and that's where i listen to podcast so i have been listening to a lot of them and different topics very diverse topics and that's when i thought why can't i do that using my own you know i was doing research on madhushala already and i know the poem um, i know a lot of stories about it so probably i can just put it in audio format and more i am camera shy so if you put me in front of a camera i'll be super duper nervous uh, and that's you know one of the things people like about youtube that they can come in front of the camera and speak about it so probably those were the factors subconscious but honestly i mean that's that may not be the most correct answer but uh, maybe that's what uh, was going on in my mind when i thought about it and arisudan uh, and this is again out of selfish curiosity right but um, there are some things that are uh, more uh, you know it are more suited to a podcast format where it's a one person or a two person hosting right and then there's some that are more suited to a conversation format now you've done both you've done your podcast you've also done these conversations on menza right uh, you know what do you think are the plus points and what are the things that on menza a conversation can't be replicated in a podcast right and the same with what are the things in a podcast that can't come in a conversation format like this so i think some of the menza conversations are podcast worthy so mahesh's pod, uh, mahesh mahesh circle on 2030 right. i think that's a perfect example uh, that can be straight and uday's storytelling as well because those are some of the structured session where you know uh, the host mahesh in this case he has already thought about it he has written a blog in the morning that this is you know these are going to be three or four things in 2030 and this is what we going to discuss today similarly if you see uday he shares something on linkedin every every time he does a session that you know i was rejected during in my class long time ago and today i talk about storytelling so there is a structure already there and then there is a very, very good discussion around it 
and it's not clubhouse so the best part is the conversations are super focused like here also you know we are asking maybe five or six different questions and we are answering those questions so there is nothing which is uh, garbage here you don't need to, you don't really need to get rid of anything it's very structured very focused and most of the time very useful uh, in some of those sessions so some of those sessions with i think little bit of audio take uh, audio editing can be taken straight into a podcast format and some of the podcasts are really casual so you know there is very, one very good by uh, some of the Harvard professor is called uh, HBR After Hours, where they casually talk about some trends and some recommendations. So three or four trends every week or every fortnight, and some recommendations at the end of it. And these are the three or four people talking. Uh, everybody keeping their view or putting their view forth very politely without fighting. There is no debate really. It's more of a conversation, healthy conversation, with some witty humor here and there. so those are the kind of things where you know as a listener you also feel you are part of that conversation and you know that is something which can be a menza conversation because it's just about 30 minutes little more than menza but just about 30 minutes and it can also be a very good podcast uh, so i am a very regular listener of that and they have got thousands of subscribers so which means that there are so many people listening to them lovely lovely thanks aishwarya this gives me a lot of ideas i will reach out to you thanks for that Yeah, that's a very important yes, point sure. yeah that's a very important point uh, arisuvan is making in fact i remember reaching out to divya and also going through this realization that you know actually uh, when you create something you start by creating out of your passion of creating something and then it shifts to uh, it's important to shift that to understand what the listeners like and how do they feel engaged and be a part of it uh, and and that's the whole trick of it uh, by by and and arisuvan you're saying that yeah i mean you have to kind of bring in a little uh, bit of humor in between or uh, is that the only way you can actually keep a listener engaged or are there ways where are there things that you do to kind of keep in mind uh, to keep your listeners amused about not just knowledge gaining so humor is not the only thing i mean there are many podcasts they don't have humor at all there are some serious topics and uh, most of the many of the ted talks they don't have much of humor Uh, but one thing that triggers is if you can invoke or trigger that curiosity in your listeners uh, about what you're going to talk about, and then answer or satisfy that curiosity by the end of it, or you know somewhere in between. Uh, that's one approach. Then obviously, if you have some offline conversations with listeners, maybe in a social form or via LinkedIn or some other platform, then you get those views and some feedback from people that. this is what they like this is what they don't like so those are the things that you can keep changing there are many podcasts that people listen to only once or twice and they probably never come back to those because they are not able to connect for whatever reason maybe podcast was not bad but it's it's a matter of uh, individual's taste and what kind of content they like so that conversation is really required and in my view uh, even if you can impact some people you know you don't need to think about 100 or 1000 people if you can impact some people then they will share your story to a similar set of small numbers probably and this is how it goes so the main thing is if you can tell your story correctly to a small set of people 
uh, outside of your friend circle most likely because your friends are always going to, going to like you no matter what so today we wanted to discuss this scripting part uh, because it's a question people ask very frequently you know, what mm-hmm. kind of script to be write in fact there are workshops also on just writing for podcast nowadays so pretty good topic especially uh, you know the kind of debate mm-hmm. whether to read it or to just speak uh, and speak naturally so all those kind of things so yeah basically what i wanted to do uh, both the things are okay you know uh, in my view at least and in my experience in a uh, number of podcasts that i've heard and seen people speak on youtube uh, scripting it's something which is very helpful from putting down the story or writing a story like you know in our proposal writing when we write a proposal for our customers in my day job we call it storyboarding we have the idea we have the solution but how do we put it in form of a story so scripting definitely helps there because we provide a structure um table of content is something more formal but at least some of the key points the why part of it the pain part of it and how, how do we address that pain so all of that goes into a proposal and something similar in a conversation when we have a talk uh in podcasting though there is a big advantage that most of the work is done offline at least um if it's not an interview kind of a thing or a panel discussion so offline advantage is that you can practice a lot and if something goes wrong and if you forget something there is always an edit option uh, you don't really need to fit your content into time if you want to make a podcast of say 15 minutes and if you make a recording of 20 25 minutes you can always edit out some of the parts that you don't want or you know you you think they they don't make an impact uh, but also you know what we do is in regular practice it's it's not advisable to read the whole thing from a piece of paper or even from computer screen because then those feelings or emotions they go missing and most of the time you you must have experienced the same thing anurag and you know a very good example came out in our madhushala session last night that there were so many pointers that i had not planned for yesterday's session but when you spoke about some of the things uh we were just able to relate to those things and from whatever experiences we have we were able to make a story around those things so it's not necessarily um required that we stick to a certain script a certain story so i had those verses in front of me you know that these are the things that i i wanted to recite today and then tell some stories around them that's there because you don't want to forget some uh, especially you know what poet has written it has to be read as is mm-hmm. uh, so that's there but most of the story was pretty dynamic yesterday mm-hmm. right you said something i added to that you added to that um, and then the whole story became pretty much alive so that that is the that is the beauty of live talks number one you make yourself vulnerable Uh, especially in front of public or people even if you are on a video or uh, on a real stage mm-hmm. that vulnerability that uh, comes out 
I think that's something which is pretty attractive or exciting or, you know, vulnerability is sexy as some people say. So that part is definitely there. What do you think, Anurag? I agree, you know, I'm, I love um, spontaneity more than, you know, prepared scripts and all of that, right? But there is something, uh, Arishodhan, uh, am I right in assuming that most podcasts are multi-voice and it's not like a monologue where somebody is setting out some content? I mean, is that a correct assumption or wrong? So that depends on the topic, really. There are, both formats are pretty much equally popular, mm. uh, depending on what content they have. So, for example, if somebody is talking about history and narrating his story and is a very good storyteller, mm. then, you know, one voice is good enough. Uh, people do get engaged because there are events in that story. There are uh, some intriguing factors and all those kind of things. Uh, so you pay a lot of attention to those things. Like in a typical history podcast or, you know, there is a very good podcast called Business Wars. Now, Business Wars is something that covers, <clears throat> excuse me, topics like the war between various vaccines in recent times or, you know, uh, uh, Domino's versus Pizza Hut. So all those kind of topics. And they are so engaging when you learn about various events that you don't really need the second person there. Mm. But if there is a panel discussion or some kind of an interview where uh, you invite somebody and ask relevant questions, then yes, definitely it makes a lot of sense. And naturally, I think people are more engaged when there is a conversation because then people can feel they are, they are actually part of it. Hmm. So that, that's been kind of my experience. There's a lot of YouTube content, right? Is fairly scripted solo content, right? So for instance, I who follow a lot of, you know, uh, football, right? Soccer and uh, after a good match, if I go on to YouTube, I'll see like lots of fans have created lots of content about the match analysis and all of that. But I don't think they count as podcasts, right? I'm assuming that a podcast is not just any content on YouTube is not podcast, right? By definition, yeah, that's correct. Mm-hmm. But I was reading some podcast insights last week. And, you know, to my surprise, YouTube accounts for almost 18% of podcasting market. Wow. And YouTube is not even officially a podcasting <laughs> service. <laughs> so, but what happens, you you have to spread your reach to various kinds of audience. So, what you do, whatever you record as part of podcast, uh, people do port it on YouTube as well because it's not a big deal. Once you have the audio ready, you just have to put some either subtitles or captions or some visuals around that. And it's YouTube ready. So, you know, the, the amount of work is not so much, but the impact is bigger. Mm. So people do do that kind of porting. I do that myself for some of the Madhushala episodes as well. So that works out pretty good. And a lot of people reach out via YouTube because there is this feature to comment or to like a certain thing and to give live feedback also. So, so what, those are some very good things. And, and I think, uh, sorry, go ahead. I think the the most common type though, right, uh, and a jump, uh, agree or disagree, right, is the solo podcast actually, which which then kind of makes what uh, Arisudan is asking very valid, right? If most of the the most common format is the solo podcast, 
should it then be scripted or and and arisu then you know this better than anyone right and i what i wanted to ask you was about the flow right so a when you start talking and even if it's a solo podcast and when you uh, it's a it's hard to get into the thing of a non scripted conversation but once you get into it and that flow begins right i don't think it can be matched in a scripted solo podcast i wanted to just ask you about that experience but anurag go ahead then i was only asking that in what ways do, do menza conversations not qualify as a podcast right so i mean just because it doesn't get edited that's why it's not podcast or why is this not a podcast no they they totally do and uh, that's something i think i told divya yeah we said yeah. also you know uh, i told mahesh also for example mahesh's session that's a very good example of a good podcast right uh, the reason is there is a plot what's going to happen in 2030 what do you think is going to happen in 2030 and there is a panel discussion between some people you know who think they have some valid viewpoint like he invited uh, the younger ones last time which was fantastic and that's the, the good thing about menza is conversations just don't go on and on so you know the content the invalid content is very very limited uh, people just don't keep going about it so if i have a point of view i want to put it across maybe in 3 minutes or 4 minutes max so i'll make sure that whatever i speak about is pretty much crisp at, at least that's what i try to and i think everybody does the same thing here mm-hmm. so you know that makes for a perfect podcast as long as the topic is something which could be relevant to audience outside right i mean the so songs that we share on some... friday nights uh that may not be a very valid thing for podcast because that's something one there could be copyright issues we are playing some songs without permission <laughs> from the publisher <laughs> and also those are the things people can listen to anywhere and anyway in any way uh but such focused issues you know like uh, deblina show for example uh about storytelling investigative investigative storytelling or the importance of music in storytelling those are some perfect examples i wonder if we need some dressing right so i mean you know so often in the world we live in right it's the form uh, that dictates the content in many ways right and typically i feel that podcast has a form right in the sense that there is some music in it and there is some setup and all of that right uh, which some of these conversations can lack and uh, despite the fact that from a content point of view it might be podcasty uh, but from the form point of view it might not qualify and so people may not see it as like podcast content right um, uh, it's my general view so we yeah. could some edits you know we could add some right. music to it and some some things to it right which makes it more like a podcast right so we are talking about a kind of a rapper so you know the key components is first is the intro part of it uh, there could be a midro there could be there should be an outro those are the things which could be added even later so for example you have a 20 minutes audio from mensa and fortunately the audio quality on mensa is pretty good Hmm. i think this can easily go into headphones uh, doesn't really require much of enhancement maybe a little bit of noise reduction here and there sometimes there are disturbances or static noise or somebody forgets to mute the microphone that part can be edited out that's not a big deal 
right uh, adding music is also not a big deal especially on the relevant points and you don't need music throughout in these kind of conversation mm-hmm. and even if there is something there could be something very mild which is you know barely audible only when you pay attention to it uh, i think there was a conversation yesterday or this morning i don't know i'm attending so many men's conversation but there was a point that you know music should appeal to you when you actually feel about it i, I think you only said anurag somewhere uh mm. so you know that is the thing it, it can be easily edited so that 20 minutes conversation can easily be converted into a podcast maybe just about 20 or 21 minutes max yeah i think we might actually go on to select some conversations and push them through so we actually planning to have a have a, a portfolio portfolios kind of a thing right which is like some selected conversations every week getting into some kind of a mega showcase right and there i think we might be able to edit it a little bit more to make it sound like you know um, a series content or a or a more podcast kind of a content but yeah maybe we'll reach out to you arisudan to uh, get some advice on board on how to do that absolutely yeah yeah that's that's something in fact i thought of you know when i first heard that 2030 session i thought this is a perfect topic for a podcast Mm-hmm. because there are podcasts around that topic what's going to happen in the future a science of future technology of future so many things here it's more natural because people don't really come prepared you know people like you and me who attend these sessions we don't really have a set agenda mm. mahesh as a host he does because he has to outline it but most of the other speakers they don't so most of the things that come out are pretty natural and at the same time they are also very crisp So yeah very good topic to take over yeah so it's a conversational format it's a flowing con- conversation so for example if i'm listening to that during my drive time i will most likely feel that i'm part of that yeah. even i was not even if i was not there in the session absolutely absolutely yeah hey gavin shrutika arisudan what about the the what do you prefer right do you prefer a scripted version or um, uh, you know and when do you find yourself reaching out to getting into the flow of it and you know improv with just points that you have versus a very so i always write a script um and the reason is i don't want to forget anything right. but at the same time i practice a lot so you know before releasing the final version i record it at least four or five times oh wow i and every time you know <laughs> to my surprise every time there is always something that i think about impromptu on certain points which is not even there in script so one benefit i mostly memorize my script because those are some stories so memorizing a story is not a big deal uh, for example you know i have spoken about that alice in wonderland part so often i don't really need to read that from anywhere that story is there uh, it's always there in the back of my mind and it's a personal experience also so you don't forget those things so i try to relate to personal experiences and some of the common stories that we know about um and you know re-recording that really helps so in the final version when i record it I, and i don't know which one is going to be the final by the way it just happens that you know this is good this is final so uh you know good is perfect kind of a thing so i just release that when i think everything is right everything is sounding natural uh 
and i try to speak as naturally as possible if i uh, i i don't have to read in the final edition it's most of you know most of the thing is about glancing at it uh, there are some bullet points there are some verses okay that's about it but most of the other things then become natural but if you listen to my first version when i re- actually read from it that sounds very dull to me so <laughs> i never release that yeah and i i think there's the same experience with a lot of people who does this kind of uh, topic yeah that is when gavin is asking does the authenticity take a hit when someone sports an accent oh yes gavin uh, such a beautiful point it definitely does you know i have heard some podcast some of them made even by my friends uh, who are either new to the us or they've been in the us uh, for a few years and you know some people try to get that accent nothing wrong or right about it uh, it's their own way of communication but when you put that in a podcast format you know you are opening yourself up to a wide variety of public depending on your topic and keywords people could be either uh, you know they might stumble upon that podcast or the topic intrigues them and they start listening to it and the moment there is something uh, you know even a hint of a fake accent that's a huge turn off even if the content is good you just can't get rid of that in your mind so in my view that's an absolute no no keep the accent as natural as possible uh, and there is nothing wrong with good or bad english because there are so many people uh, outside of india uh, french spanish and who not they don't have perfect english and that's perfectly all right you know there is so much of uh, uh, spanish bit in their english accent and that's absolutely all right because it's natural so that's acceptable even in ted talks if you if you hear some people speak who come from um, africa uh, you know some of the countries like sudan and congo and all uh, they speak on ted their english is not uh, very clear to uh, many people but that's okay because that's how they express their natural uh, content or topic so that, that's what i think they are asking me to give up my accent is it So, do you have an accent <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> yeah so it's interesting right ari ari so then one more question i have is that so a lot of the times when the podcast is conversation when it let's say you have a co-hosted podcast right or you have a podcast which is a talk show format right a lot of the times uh, it 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 does bring some bit of relief to the uh, you know the conversation or the topic that's being discussed at hand right which some, sometimes helps the cognitive load but but equally right i find myself sometimes getting distracted by the banter right uh, by the talk between the co-hosts or and i've listened to a few right um so how do you uh, did you decide how do you decide whether to have a co-host or not or whether to just jump in and do one single format one right yeah no your point is absolutely valid i have experienced that you know in so many conversations uh, but i think some of those things are like cushions they are probably required in the course of the conversation and people can edit them they decide not to do that maybe you know because the guest uh, might feel uh, offended or whatever we call it uh, but yeah so people don't edit some of the things out they just work like a cushion and you know on the topic of interviews uh, there are certain things some people 
you know, they expect longer answer from their guest and the answer might be very crisp at times. And they don't have, they are not ready with the next question. So, you know, they just put a stop for a <laughs> saying, okay, I love that. And then they think and they think about the next thing. But, you know, as an audience, you can easily figure out uh, that the interviewer was kind of zapped. So, you know, people should be ready with all those kind of things. The answer might be short or long, but uh, number one, there should be alternate ways. You don't always say that I just love it. Uh, there could be other phrases. Plus, uh, people should be ready to, you know, so for example, there could be 10 questions. And out of those 10 questions, there could be uh, sub-questions which will come out in the course of the conversation, which were not even prepared. So that thing should be there in the back of the mind. And that really helps. I think what you are suggesting, Arishwadan, is if I'm reading this right, that, you know, when you're not prepping enough for your conversation, right, whatever that it may be, you are in some ways abusing that podcast format, right? And and, and I think there's so many podcasts, right? I mean, nowadays, I mean, everybody's putting a podcast out there, right? I wonder if it's kind of losing, it's becoming like one of those, you know, anybody can write a tweet for that matter, right? And till some time back, you did not have a place to write anything, that you thought, now you have a place just so it's just go write something, right? And, um, I think you're hinting at that, is it? That's also true, you know, Lord, and such a valid point because, you know, there are millions of podcasts today. Uh, but the good news is out of those millions of podcasts, almost, I think, 60 or 70% uh, don't go beyond episode, episode 2 or 3. Mm. So people do start and then they just stop it. They leave their podcast there because there's no point removing it. People don't feel like removing it, but there is all sorts of content. And people are making podcasts even for one minute audio. I don't know why, uh, but people are actually doing it. It's like, you know, tweet podcast. Uh, you wrote a line of poetry today or whatever. You read some good quote somewhere. You put it in a podcast format. Yeah. That, that's simply not done. I used to love one 30-second podcast. I, I don't know the way you remember. I don't know where it used to be, but somewhere on Economist or somewhere. This, yeah. 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 I mean, there, there is something like a news flash. So there are some three, four minutes podcasts, which are like news flash. You know, these are the uh, big news items from yesterday or this morning, something like that. We hope that you enjoyed this episode uh, and definitely make sure that you check out episode number two, which will have Ari Sudan bringing different guests who are podcasters from India and he asked them a bunch of really interesting questions. Also, please don't forget to check out the Menza app, which is available for iOS and Android devices and be part of this amazing, ever-growing community of creators, listeners and learners. We will see you in the next episode.